The Network Live. News, insights, and stories right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Don't miss this opportunity to hear world news, insights, and stories from guests around the world. The Network Live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries. Life. It's meant to be lived fully. Jesus said it. I came to give you life. Life to the fullest. Life in your family. Life in your finances. Life in your body, mind, and spirit. Life in your everyday. At CBN.com, we're taking what Jesus said seriously. We're here to help you discover life. Life. Live it fully. CBN.com. Today on the Network Live, we'll be hearing a message from author and speaker Lance Wallnow. USA Today reports that Lance is one of only three evangelical leaders to have accurately predicted Donald Trump's presidency while running against 15 opponents. Dr. Wallnow's best-selling book, God's Chaos Candidate, explains the global shift that accompanies Trump's unexpected electoral upset. God is working in new and unprecedented ways among the nations. Dr. Wallnow has shared platforms with best-selling authors Ken Blanchard and John Maxwell and lectured at universities from Harvard and MIT to London School of Theology. Merging a 30-year background consulting in business and the nonprofit sector, Lance inspires vision of tomorrow with the clarity of today, connecting ideas to action. He currently directs the Lance Learning Group, a strategic teaching and consulting company based in Dallas, Texas. Dr. Wallnow is a frequent television guest and conference keynote speaker. Stay tuned to the Network Live. You won't want to miss this opportunity to hear from Lance Wallnow. Do you know that I just found out? Listen, it is Tucker Carlson, great source for end-time revelation, that the penalty for misusing a gender pronoun in California is more severe than the crime of intentionally spreading the AIDS virus. Imagine like intentionally getting people to contract HIV has less consequence in terms of punishment than misusing the gender pronoun he, she, or undecided or whatever the thing is in California that's going on right now. Incredible. When people say that you can't legislate morality, as I just heard um, the dim-witted um, Shark Tank guy say the other night in an interview, was going to try to run in 2020 because he saw Trump run, so now every, everybody with money thinks that they're anointed to be president. Oh, what's that guy's name? You know who he is, the Mavericks owner. Anyway, so uh, he says, you know, you can't legislate morality. These quotes are so stupid, and we, we all say them. Every piece of legislation is a moral verdict about what is in the best interest of people. Remember that. All legislation is a moral interpretation. So, having said that, we're dealing with breaking controlling spirits. America is under siege. America is right now dealing with the harvest that is continuing to multiply like dandelions and weeds on a well on a, on a well manicured lawn. And now the believers are coming alive, and the political processes are becoming engaged. And people say, well, Lance, how come you're off on politics? I mean, it's like, oh, it's like I've got to deal with The reason why I'm talking about breaking controlling spirits is because I have to deal with them all the time. 
Now, if I was in a nice little charismatic slipstream talking about prophecy, dreams, destiny, vision, gifts, and God's end time purpose for your entrepreneurial vision and how to fund yourself with kingdom wealth, hundreds of thousands of people want to listen. But if I talk about what exactly is happening right now in the United States and, and pull the veil back upon the spirit of Leviathan and the operation of deep state and how deceptions and spirits are taking place, and, and I begin to get specific answers off on politics again. He's off on politics. If he's still on Trump, but he's still talking Trump. It's very frustrating. But I'm going to come back to the point, which is the Bible study here is to build a spiritual foundation to explain why I'm doing the other stuff I'm doing over there. For too long, the church has been living in its own little quarantine bubble. Talk about bubble boy. We're living in our own bubble over here. We're not even aware of what's going on out there. And then it's like anxiety set in with this last election, and a bunch of them leaked over and voted and affected the whole outcome of the election. Congratulations. We did something. But then we want to go back to the bubble. Ooh, let's just talk about we've got to get – we actually put the bubble around the United States. How about this? Expand the bubble. Pull that bubble out this way and get it over your government and over your state and over your neighborhood so that your children have a future and that we just don't have a, a short election cycle with a, a little disruption from an outsider. Anyway, the spirit we're dealing with is the spirit of lawlessness. It's the spirit N-O-M-O-S, uh, nomos, or namos. I'll have to, I'll have to get my Greek uh, interpreter for me. But the word for uh, lawlessness, which is the nature of Antichrist, what we're dealing with in America isn't progressive liberalism. It isn't like Hollywood or media or academia. Those are the strongholds, the high places. Those are the tops of the mountains, academia, media, and entertainment, out of which a stronghold operates. Strongholds, what Jesus said. He said that, you know, he said basically a stronghold is where the strong man operates, where a spiritual intelligence occupies influence over the minds of people that have vast disproportionate influence over others. And so the church should be aiming to go to where the gates of hell are located, and that's where the elites are. The elites are the kings in the Bible who the gospel goes to. And we're supposed to be going there as Christians. You should be going up the mountain of God. You should be going up as a king. You should be going up as a priest. You should be going up the mountain. Actually, it's not going up the mountain of God. It's going up to the strong man's house. That's why I tell people, the higher you go, the darker it gets. And if we think about it, it makes sense. The higher you go, the more you're going to where the power is. And as you get closer to where real power is, you're running to spiritual powers. Consequently, it gets darker as you go up the mountain. Talk to anybody that goes to the mountain of finance, the mountain of, of celebrity. You're looking at the glitz part. You're looking at the paparazzi part. Imagine why, why is there so much, um, you know, uh, so much sordidness coming out right now in the Weinstein revelation and what really goes on in Hollywood. God's pulling the veil off of what is at the top of the mountains, people. That's always been there. It's out of control, perversion, lust, appetite. Why? Because the powers control people. I actually have compassion on, on people that are ensnared in that stuff because I, don't, because I don't think only a Christian understands the higher up you go in the leverage of institutions, the greater the temptation. And fallen man doesn't have a chance. So there's hooks. That's why we pray for rulers and those who are in authority, that we may lead a godly and peaceful life. Why did Paul say pray for rulers and all that are in authority? Why didn't he say pray for everyone? Why, everyone's important. The neighbor next door, the man on the street. He says, pray for rulers. Why? Because they have a disproportionate power to mess your life up. So, uh, all that to say, the spirit of lawlessness is what we're dealing with, but the spirit of lawlessness, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. Let's go there together. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. If you go there, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, 
What you see is uh, the Apostle Paul talks about the mystery of iniquity that's already at work. There's a mysterious, there's a there's a mystery to the movement in the swamp in D.C. Not that you can't remember mysteries are like good mystery theater. I mean, Agatha Christie couldn't have written a script better than what's happening in America right now. It is delicious from a science from a uh, from a um, mystery point of view because all the intriguing characters, cloak and dagger, a uranium sale, Russia. I mean, it's got all the parts of a novel going on in America, but it's a mysterious process of how iniquity and lawlessness works. But watch this. Then shall the wicked be revealed, referring to the end time ultimate drama of the veil being pulled back and that man of sin being revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, with all deceitableness of unrighteousness. What we're talking about here is this mystery of iniquity is actually uh, a spirit which is the spirit of lawlessness itself it's the lawless one that is actually being manifest and so this antichrist spirit uh, of lawlessness is uh, is going to culminate in an actual personality that is going to come on the scene and so you're seeing this um, this work right now where, uh, where in the United States, controlling spirits are working through media. They're working through entertainment. They're working through academia. They're working through politicians. I mean, literally, it's like, a con it's like if a lie is told by enough people with enough conviction, you actually start to believe it until the truth shows up. And the truth is like a wrecking ball. It actually breaks the spell. So what I want to talk to you about now is how people are getting increasingly demonized because they're listening to the wrong stuff. And why I'm doing this particular broadcast of Bible studies because I'm convinced that if we don't get into the Word of God and begin to allow a place for the peace of God and the revelation of the Word of God to garrison itself in our hearts and minds and begin to lift up the Word and see through the lens of what Scripture says is going on in the world, we actually can get sucked down the rabbit hole in an unhealthy way. I'm not for, um, for pulling my head out of what's going on in the battle. I'm for informed intercession. Amen? Informed intercession means you know what's happening so you can pray accurately. And right now, God is taking the first 10 months of hell that America's gone through, being bounced around, as it were, by the manipulation of, of witchcraft in media, which is, remember this, witchcraft is, um, is uh, intimidation, manipulation and control intimidation manipulation and control so that spirit has been controlling the heart and the mind of the American story and recruiting fervently people to a narrative that Donald Trump is the great Hitler and the white supremacist and the Russian conspirator and it's, uh, it's shocking the number of recruits that are being brought into this but I want you, I want you to remember this quote Feelings and thoughts that fire together wire together. That means that um, thoughts and feelings, when they when they fuse like that and they come into someone's life, they actually fire and they create neurological patterns. This is the danger of pornography, for instance. When you visually you see that, what happens is it releases the uh, chemicals in your body. Your chemicals are like, like fused together with what you're seeing. Before you know it, you have a 
chemical addiction. It's almost like a neurological addiction for that stimulus. This is like any other addiction. Your body neurochemistry gets trained, and the technical word for it actually is neuropeptide. This is though the chemistry in your body will form and link together around whatever emotion you're experiencing. If you keep experiencing that emotion enough, the neuropeptides actually create a, um, an appetite to have it happen again. So an angry person finds reasons to get angry. The neuropeptides, the chemical wiring on the inside of you, is feelings and thoughts that fire together, wire together. That's why trauma many times uh, can fundamentally alter the way a person is behaving or thinking because the emotions and the thoughts that enmesh themselves actually keep repeating the pattern over and over again. It's almost like a, an addiction gets set up and you have to gratify the neuropeptides. Like an appetite gets formed neuro neurochemically inside of you. And a lot of people don't get this. Spirit, soul, and body are three parts of you, but they fuse together. They overlap with each other. They literally, they, they merge, as it were. And uh, in breaking controlling spirits, what we're doing is we're breaking the pattern and interrupting the thought, emotion, connection to a trigger. So, you know, you see that person, every time you see that person, it triggers something on the inside of you. Well, what you have to recognize is the moment that thing is being triggered, you discern it, you catch it. The thing is you've got to catch it. And taking every thought captive means I catch that thing right then when it's happening, and I bring it captive to what? To the truth. To the truth. And this is why being set free is easy once you understand it. Because any state that tries to come over you repetitively, over and over again, to pull you out of uh, the kingdom of God, any thought that is powerful will always have a feeling attached to it. A thought, I could care less about a, a thought that is obsessive if it has no voltage. I mean, you know, like a song is in my mind. It happens every now and then. I hear some stupid ditty and it's in my head for a day and it's like, how did I get in there? That I could live with. That's the, way your, that's the way your mind works. But a thought that has an emotion attached to it, that's the one you want to catch. Because anything that exalts itself against the, uh, the knowledge of God is going to pull you in a direction. So thoughts of hate, thoughts of anger, thoughts of fear, thoughts of inferiority, thoughts of um, promiscuity, thoughts of, I don't care what the thought is, thoughts that have feelings attached to them, trust me on this, is a spiritual force knocking at the door to gain entrance. And if you take it in, it'll be knocking from the inside out. It's like inside, wanting to be gratified, wanting to be gratified. The secret of freedom isn't like, oh my God, I need to have a, a special appointment with a professional, you know, exorcist. You don't need that. All you've got to really do is grab that, boom, next time it shows up, next time the thought and the emotion shows up. But here's the secret. You've got to actually go to the Word of God. The Bible says you war uh, with the Word, that the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. All you've got to do is find the Word that covers your situation. This is where Christianity gets so practical. Lord, you know how I'm battling with whatever it is. You read the Word, I promise you, the Lord will take it. The New Testament is not that big a book. You can read that through ten times in, in a year. You'll find, just the New Testament, you'll find a verse that categorically speaks right to you when it speaks to you. And that's why I say mark your Bible. Because you know what you're marking? Where the battle has been and what God's already given you. Why have a digital vapor trail when you can have a written trail? So here's what I want to see. 
I'll look, I could, I could actually take you into my warfare by showing you what I underline in my Bible. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I to you. Let not your heart be troubled, and do not let it be afraid. The very fact that Jesus says, don't let your heart be troubled, and don't let it be afraid, means you have control over your own soul. I underline those verses because I was having a battle with anxiety. The more that I went in ministry, the more that I got involved with spiritual warfare, the more that I got involved with the stuff I deal with, the more that I, the enemy would come and say, oh, you better be careful, oh, you better be careful. And so I started having anxiety, fear, uncertainty, started pulling back, editing right away. I thought, no. When that thing started coming at me as a tangible emotion of anxiety or uncertainty or fear, I said, I need something more. This is a spirit. Breaking controlling spirit starts with discerning the controlling spirit. You want to write that one down. Breaking controlling spirit starts with discerning the controlling spirit. Anything that tries to pull you out into lawlessness, pull you out of the will of God, pull you out of alignment with what you know is right, true, or, or, um, or harmonious with, with the kingdom, you have to discern it when it shows up. and Grab it by the neck. And hold it out there. Hold it out there. Objectify it. Don't go, well, I'm confused. No, God didn't give you a spirit of confusion. That's a spirit of confusion. Take it out. Mean, objectify means get it out of your, uh, I think this is me. No, I don't think it is you. Because I know who you are. You are fearfully, wonderfully made, and you're a new creature in Christ, and God didn't give you a confused brain. So take it out. And if this confusion, this fog, this disorientation, this unknowing, this, 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 this mind-numbing state comes over you, grab it and pull it out like that and say, in the name of Jesus, I do not have a spirit of confusion. I have a spirit of wisdom, love, and a sound mind. God has not given me a spirit of fear or a spirit of confusion. The moment you objectify it, you start to break its hold on you. I know this sounds crazy to some people, and there'll be people arguing with me. Well, once you get older, Lance, you start to lose your memory. I got a 98-year-old 90, dad I was talking to last night who was talking to me about what he's doing with the stock market because he's discovering how much, he, how much uh, you could still be able to make on um, commodities with um, puts and calls and stuff like that. It's freaking me out. 98 years old, totally lucid. He said that um, he said he started to uh, lose his speech ability, and he went to somebody and and wrote down uh, exactly these word these tongue twisters, so that he could start to say them over and over again, to bring his body and his soul in alignment um, with uh, his inner man. Interesting. 98 years old. I'm not saying that people don't have Alzheimer's and their brain doesn't start to go, but I'm going to tell you this, that uh, you have power to possess your own soul. And by the way, here's a word of hope. I was with Bobby Connors the other night, and he said, he prophesied something. He said that the cure for Alzheimer's is right there on the table right now, available to be reached by somebody who is going to discover the botanical power of a certain plant that uh, the stem of it or the root of the stem of the plant the botanical plant and he, and he said he believes it's going to be like uh, something which is an ocean plant something that is in water something that's in the ocean but that the very stem of that plant has botanical qualities that when extracted 
and put to use actually will end up going directly into dealing with the the uh, erosion of, of cellular and neurological connections that results in the Alzheimer's condition. And I thought it was interesting because uh, there's hope always in the prophetic. There's an answer. And so if there's a physical problem, God will give wisdom to us to be able to solve it. Uh, but if it's a spiritual problem, then God will give you the authority to deal with it. Rick Renner says something interesting I want to quote to you before we uh, conclude our broadcast. Uh, and it has to do with this idea about um, uh, in your patience possess ye your souls. This main verse that I'm dealing with, I'm breaking controlling spirits. Luke 21, verse 19. By your patience possess ye your soul. And Rick Renner says, um, the word patience comes from the Greek word hupomeno. To compound, it's a compound of the words hupo and meno. The word hupo means to stay or abide. It describes a resolute decision to remain in one spot, to keep a position or to maintain territory that has been gained. But when the words hupo and meno are compounded, they form the word hupomeno. That new word portrays a person who is under some type of heavy load, but who refuses to stray from the position or the task that they are committed to. In other words, there's a weight on them, but they don't move off course. Regardless of how heavy the load is, how fierce the opposition, how intense the stress, or how much weight is thrown against them, this person is inwardly resolved. They're not moving. They're committed to stay put, and they will not surrender their position. When it was used in the military, it would literally be to a hupomeno meant uh, that the soldier would dig in his uh, shoes, his sandals, which were called, you know, Paul referred to them as the, the, um, the uh, sandals of peace. But they had like little, just like you have like cleats on an athlete's shoes, these would have these um, um, spikes in them so that as the soldier was in position in battle, his feet would literally be embedded into the ground under him so that he was able to resist the push uh, of forces against him. So this word for patience, in your patience possess your soul, literally means in the strength of what is underneath you, in your spirit. It girds you so that you will not be moved. Now, uh, before we finish this broadcast, I want to say something. Because feelings that fire together, wire together. Because thoughts and feelings that fire together, fuse together, create patterns. Those patterns become addictions. Breaking controlling spirits is breaking the agreement we have. This is important. Breaking the agreement you have with the pattern, which means some patterns simply assert themselves as being, um, you know, unbreakable. Well, this is just the way you are. This is just the way the world is. Well, you can't help it. You're upset because other people are always doing these things. Remember this. Your agreements shape your life. The real issue here isn't even a controlling spirit. The issue is whether or not you're in agreement with the lie behind the controlling spirit. Remember, every controlling spirit operates on the basis of a lie. And if it's a lie, then there's a truth that will unlock it. If it's a lie, there's a truth. Whatever your addiction is, I guarantee that at some point uh, you're going to deal with a word from heaven that is going to come against the stronghold and break it down so that it doesn't have power over you. Your agreements shape your life. The Bible says the spirit and the word agree. That means the anointing in you and this book together agree. 
if there's something in your life between your anointing and this word that isn't in alignment with this word, you can put pressure on it by the word of God. You can, uh, you can literally, by endurance, by hupomeno, by staying immovable, even with the weight of the pressure, even with the weight of the, of the, of the trigger, the temptation, you can be immovable in the Word of God and in the Spirit of God as you literally take those thoughts, take those impulses out, pull it out this way see it and say it see it and say it say what God tells you to say peace I leave with you my peace I give unto you not as the world give, give I unto you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid you believe in God, believe also in me what am I doing right now? I'm telling you if you can memorize the Word of God, you've just multiplied the voltage. If you can memorize the Word of God and say it, you just watch. Watch. Please hear me. 22 minutes and 22 seconds into this broadcast. I got a little counter right there. 22 minutes and 22 seconds. At that point right there, a thought came into me that I, that is, I believe is going to be a key for many of you right now. If you can simply take five minutes, seven minutes a day to get before the Lord in absolute stillness and meditate on that word which is the most powerful word to you in the area of your battle and begin to meditate upon it and to begin to sing it and begin to say it. If you can muster the ability during the moment of temptation during the moment of the attack to say what the spirit of God put in your spirit during that five or seven minutes of quiet meditation in the morning I will guarantee something what will take place is called a pattern interrupt this is what professional consultants and psychotherapists call it it's called a pattern interrupt in other words when the enemy starts to move to fire and wire something in you if you come back with the word of God out of your mouth verbally, I let not my heart be troubled. I let it not be ashamed. I let it not be afraid. I believe in God. I believe also in Jesus. Your peace you've given to me. I thank you, Lord, for your peace right now. Something happens when you say what God showed you in the word. It goes from being a logos in the scripture to a rhema in your mouth. But under the spirit, the sword comes out and it hits that spirit that's coming against you. What you're dealing with then is the spirit will be broken off the controlling pattern. What remains is you to patiently rewire your emotions and your thinking around what God says. That's the part that you got to do. But that spirit will be disconnected, that demon attached to that cycle, broken. We're going to be talking next about Timothy warring according to prophecy and the helmet of salvation and how the helmet actually works to protect your mind from assault. Thousands of leaders around the world attest to the lasting impact of their first encounter with Lance. If this is your first time to hear Lance, find out more about Lance at LanceWallNow.com or join with thousands of others by checking out his regular broadcast on Periscope and Facebook Live under Lance Wallnow. Dr. Lance Warnow, 
director of the Lance Learning Group and leading teacher and strategist in the 7M mandate. See, there's certain spheres, mountains we call them. These mountains are the, uh, the high places that shape culture. Lance is dedicated to helping Christians achieve preeminence in business, education, family, government, media, arts and entertainment, and religion. What the Lord is showing me is his kingdom is about to be proclaimed and established at a whole new level because the kingdom rules over all those spheres. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of the network live, visit knelradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and podbean.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow the network live on Facebook. If you would like more information about being a guest on the network live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The network live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEOradio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Thank you for listening today.